This is Under the Hoodie, a BenjaminDada.com series. Under the Hoodie is a weekly series where we talk to people about their journey into tech. It focuses on the intersection between life and career. Michael Trojan Oko is the 21-year-old CTO at The Pier. In this edition of Under the Hoodie, Michael talks to us about learning to code before he was a teenager, learning humility, and how he got the name Trojan. I always thought Trojan was a nickname, isn't it? No, it's not. It's my middle name. Wow, your parents named you Trojan? Well, they didn't. It started in secondary school. We were in computer class when I wrote a shell script that shut down all the computers on the school network. All the computers were on the same network and I could send a command over the network. It was supposed to be a prank. It took two days for them to trace the virus to the PC I used. And from that time, everyone called me Trojan. It became so popular that if I searched for it, my profile would come up. My dad eventually suggested that I do a name change. So I did. So yes, my name is officially Trojan. If you could build viruses in high school, you must have had some experience before then. When did you start coding? I will say I'm a bit privileged. I got my first laptop when I was five as a birthday gift from my dad. I didn't start coding then though. Not until I was 10 or 11. Before then, I would just crawl some stuff on Microsoft Paint and write random stuff in Excel. We had internet access at home through Ethernet cables, so I would load up Google and search for random stuff. I stumbled on Apple events like Apple Keynotes, WWDC, etc and others and started watching them at a very young age. I saw how Apple released the Mac OS X Leopard, the Snow Leopard, the Lion, Mountain Lion, etc. I was very interested in how to build stuff like that. I was curious enough to Google how to build my own operating system and that was how I got started. I learned about kernels, microkernels, C, assembly, etc. Basically, I started to get some content about it. I told my dad about wanting to build my own operating system. By the way, my dad is my G. He writes assembly and is very good at it. He taught me x86 assembly. We spent a month doing weekend projects to build a kernel on the I.O. port. The kernel let us know if anything had been plugged into the peripheral, just a log of events that happened. That was the first software I built. Then around the same time, BlackBerry released the Z10, and there was something they did with the UI that I really loved. I did some research and found out that the BlackBerry OS 10, which was the operating system of the Z10, was built with was built with C++. So I started learning C and C++. At a point, it became boring because all I was seeing was black and white. I couldn't really do the UI stuff I wanted to. 
there was this GTK C++ library you had to use and then I thought you had to be an expert to do it. I felt that way until a family friend who had worked at Microsoft came around and told me I could get into web development, that it was easy. Well, not like it was easy, but then it was just HTML, CSS, Ajax, and jQuery. He gave me some PDFs and I started learning HTML and CSS. To motivate myself, I would go to Apple's website. Incidentally, it led me to me quitting front-end um, development. Apple would have all these beautiful designs and animations on their website and I would be stuck wondering if I was ever going to be that good. I mean, I was still struggling to center div and add colors at the time. Then I wrote ASP until I got my first job which was to write a desktop platform that would collect details and store them on a Microsoft Access DB. I got paid 10k for that. When was your first job? I was around 13, 14 then. The family friend who introduced me to web development needed to build a small project for his company. So he commissioned me to do it. He taught me JavaFX and how to build a database layer. I think that was where I picked up backend development. It was more interesting because it was straightforward. I didn't have to do any magic or write the y-axis or any of those front-end things. But my first real job came in 2017 at Intel, the telecommunications company. Another family friend came around and told me about the job opportunity. It was around the time I was fighting for my freedom at my parents' house, so I took the opportunity to move out and join Intel. I was paired with a team that was building their self-care portal. Before then, I had been learning Laravel and building stuff on my local host that never saw the light of day. When I joined the team, everything seemed like magic to my eyes. It was a stressful time because I had to prove myself. It was my first time working with a team and building something from the ground up. I worked overtime to learn everything I could. It was a great way to learn, but I don't want to do it again. Weren't there senior teammates you could rely on? There were. One of them, his name is Rashid, was very instrumental for me. He was patient with teaching me stuff. He even taught me Git. Before then, I would send clients zip files via emails. Intel to now has been four years. What other remarkable stops have you had on your journey? I was 17 when I was at Intel and earning about 100k, which was good money at the time. But I decided to resign and enroll for the HNG3 internship, which is unpaid. It was a risk, but it paid off. Most people I remember from my set are doing quite well for themselves now. I thought Intel was brutal. HNG was a war zone. <laughs> Mark Essien would light a fire under our butts. He would give us tasks that we thought 
we were incapable of doing and literally forced us to scale up. It didn't matter how you got it to work, you had to make it work. Sometimes that would involve working with competing teams. HNG taught me how to work with people, lead teams, negotiate, and even fight engineering wars. One time, a team deleted our repo on a joint project, so we had to send them a DDoS attack. (laughs) It was pure vibes, but I learned a lot. After the internship, I worked at Hotels.ng for two years. I worked with a lot of great people, including Neil, Sarah, Namso, Friday, Fisayo, etc. It was a big family and we still keep in touch. I thought when you get, uh, when, I thought when you got into the internship, it would be like a breeze. I think it's very easy to become proud if you are the only one on your island. But when you get exposed and start seeing how things really are, you'll notice your privilege and how much you don't know. So why did you leave Hotels.ng eventually? It wasn't that the work was boring, I just get bored easily. After staying for two years and working on several projects, I needed something different. Also, that was around the time fintech started getting interesting to me. I did some freelance work including some documentation with Team Apt and I was also shuttling school at the same time. Oh, how did you manage school with such an intense workload? I chose my battles. I could either be an A student or be good at my job. There are people who can do both effortlessly, but I had to make the choice of trying not to fail too hard and being good at my job. The alternative for me was to be an A student and suck at my work for a couple of years. What were you studying? Computer science. Since you already did computer-related stuff, shouldn't passing exams have been easy? No. In my 200-300 level, I started to question if I became if I came to study computer science or mathematics. That coupled with the curriculum being outdated was a challenge for me. I mean, we were writing Fortran, and that's a language that's older than me. Can you write Fortran? No, (laughs) I read to pass. In fact, I have a funny story from when we were writing our Fortran exams. We were asked to write a program for a calculator. I was done with other questions and I wanted to do some finesse. They expected us to do something simple like plus or minus, then return output. Because I was already in the field, I wrote functional programming instead. I created a function for add and subtract, took them into an argument, created an initiate method, added a prompt and even added comments for extra measure. The whole thing took two pages because we were writing on paper. The lecturer failed me. I got frustrated trying to prove myself to the lecturer and eventually stopped caring. I have graduated but I haven't collected my degree. I have no idea what I graduated with. You've had a storied career so far. What are the qualities that have helped you to achieve this level of excellence? 
First, I'd say curiosity. I have a problem with people telling me they want to get into tech but don't know how to. If you really wanted to get into tech, you would have found a way. I'm aware there are people without laptops. I understand my privilege. But if you really want to get in, you'd have done some research and to understand what you need. Maybe then your question would be, how do I get a laptop? Or is this what I need to learn instead? Two, assume you don't know and ask questions. If you are unsure of stuff, it's always better to ask questions. Search Google, do whatever. Three, hype yourself. You are literally your biggest hype man. Four, if you are going to do something, do it well. I write technical docs professionally. And if you read my articles, I try to make them neat and highly contextual. If I'm taking screenshots of code or a terminal, I try to make them neat with a shadow effect. I learned it from Neo Igodaro and a few other top writers. Just going the extra mile to make it better. Finally, I'd say be kind. I've seen people with a chip on their shoulder and I don't like it. If someone needs help with a problem and you're in a position to help, be kind. You never know how much you'll be helping people. It might just make their day, their month, or their year. Subscribe to Benjamin Dada, impressive reporting on tech in sub-Saharan Africa. Receive important news on the tech and startup world that affects Nigeria. This article was written by Orahachi Onubedo, and you're listening to the voice of Wale Ajiboye.